Welcome back, everyone. We are so excited you are here with us today. Today, we will be asking our very own Dr. Daphne more about a new program that she is leading. But before we dive into that program, and our rock star doc has a very impressive background. Daphne, can you tell us a little bit about your background, where you grew up, and your journey about uh, how you became a neck and head surgeon? Besame, thank you. It, I don't know about Rockstar at all. Uh, so first of all, thanks for taking time. I'm perfectly planned to give you an opportunity to talk about the program. I come from very humble beginnings in Buffalo, New York. Grew up as uh, one of five kids and had a great life's journey. Um, went to the State University at Buffalo where I studied biology. Had a wonderful mentor who convinced me that I can be more, do more. So spent several years after college at the University of Oxford studying physiology. Came back from there and matriculated in medical school at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. Um, loved training at UPMC, did medical school and my residency in otolaryngology head and neck surgery at UPMC and decided after that that I wanted to spend my next phase of my career learning how to do head and neck reconstruction. So I spent a year at Oregon Health Sciences University learning how to do microvascular reconstruction of the head and neck and then ventured back east so I could be closer to my family and was on faculty at uh, Case University Hospital, University Hospitals of Cleveland. Um, in Cleveland, Ohio. Took a little bit of a hiatus from clinical medicine, um, which fortunately was how we were able to meet when I joined Cerner and spent probably the next 10 years of my career doing a mix of health information technology at Cerner, left Cerner, went to work for Ascension Health, and then went to work for Cleveland Clinic, then came back to Cerner and then went to work for the YMCA and then came to St. Luke's. That was the long and short story. <laughs> and then now you're really leading up more of a community health uh, journey. And so tell me how you got into that and what interested you. Vesemi, I think it's been a long journey. I mean, you... You've been with me from the origins of Buff and Tough Fitness to Wingman Wellness. My passion really has always been to help give people the tools they need to be healthy, whether it's coaching them in physical fitness and activity, whether it's helping encourage them to be nutritionally aware and educated and really to be the owners of their health. That's been an underlying theme for me for years. And so as part of our population health programs at St. Luke's, one of the things that's important is how do we prevent disease mm -hmm. and not wait for people to get sick and come into the hospital? Because that just doesn't stop the cycle of chronic disease that mm -hmm. is impacting the US. So my entree into this started back with Buff and Tough Fitness, evolved during my time at the Y. And now I have a wonderful platform at St. Luke's to partner with the community and deliver community-based programs. 
That's amazing. And we do, we do share that interest of really how do we proactively treat and help as opposed to being so reactive and prescribing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really one of, I, I think you're extremely fascinating for taking that, that on. And now you have launched a new program um, in partnership with the Boy and Girls Club of Greater Kansas City. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Region program? I've seen lots of posts about it, and I've very, I've, it's caught my attention. I've taken a look at it. It looks so interesting. Tell us a little bit more about it. Well, thank you. Um, I, I'm excited about it, too. REACHIN is a program that stands for, uh, it's an acronym, Resilience, Education, Activity, Community, Health, and Nutrition. And we came up with that acronym because it reflects all of the elements of the program that we we heard from the community were important to their health. So it's a healthy lifestyle program. It's adapted from an evidence-based curriculum called Steps Forward. And we use the evidence-based curriculum, one, because it has been delivered in community settings in other areas of the country, but also it was predicated and developed in a way that would allow it to be delivered by community health workers. So it doesn't have to be delivered by a clinician. It can be delivered by community members who are really part of that community and focused on helping educate their community members. The the other part about the reason um, we chose REACHIN is that it also aligns with the six pillars of lifestyle medicine. As you know, I'm a huge advocate for lifestyle medicine. So it focuses on adopting a nutrient-dense plant-predominant eating pattern, uh, optimizing and personalizing your physical activity, making sure that you focus on sleep, reducing stress, and trying to find healthy ways to cope with stress, because we all have stress. Mm -hmm. And then social connections, so forming and maintaining real and healthy relationships. And then finally, even though we think it's not a problem anymore, um, talking about tobacco cessation and cessation of other um, less healthy behaviors. I love that acronym. It's so catchy. And I love that, um, that it does have that deeper meaning. Can you tell us a little bit more about the goals with launching Region Daphne? It's so it's such a cool acronym. Happy to do that. So we um, created Region in response to feedback that we obtained from focus groups that we conducted in the community. So prior to COVID, um, we actually had an opportunity to meet with community members that attend the Boys and Girls Club and ask the families, what do you need to be healthy? And so we didn't want to presume to tell people, here's what we think you need. We developed the program in response to their candid feedback. So the the goals of the program are mainly to help educate, to help empower, and to help engage the community in being part of their health and preventing disease, managing disease for any community members that may already be struggling with a chronic disease, and potentially giving them the tools they may need to reverse disease. The other part of the goal was partnering with other members in the community because we know it takes a village. Mm -hmm. 
So um, not only do we partner with the Boys and Girls Club and their CEO, Dr. Dred Scott, has been an amazing partner, but we also partnered with KC Care Health Center. And KC Care, um, that partnership has provided us with a community health worker. Um, So Aziel Pruneda, who is a bilingual community health worker that does a lot of the day-to-day operations of region. Mm -hmm. And then we've also partnered with Harvesters because another important part of the program for those members that participate from the Bridenthal Club at the Boys and Girls Club in Kansas City is they get a healthy food subscription. That's really neat. So who can participate in the region program? You mentioned several people, maybe some people that are struggling with chronic conditions or family members with chronic conditions, but is this open to any and all or who specifically are you targeting? Any and all, Uh, but I'm going to put some caveats around that. Okay. (laughs) So today we are delivering region primarily through Zoom. So we meet every Saturday morning from nine to 10 and, um, the program is structured so it's designed for kiddos, teens, adults, grandma, grandpa, anyone can get on the Zoom and participate in the classes. And we want the classes to be interactive. So it's not you listening to me talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. We're pausing, we're having people set SMART goals, share their SMART goals, uh, talk about their community. But as long as we're delivering it virtually, Anyone who is interested can go on our website. They can enroll in the program. There's a brief enrollment form. And the program's free because we're delivering it in partnership with some great philanthropic organizations in Kansas City, Health Forward, GEHA, and Menorah Heritage Foundation are sponsoring us. The caveat is that the healthy food subscription is only available to members of the Bridenthal Club, um, employees and members here in Kansas City. So the healthy food subscription is every Thursday, we provide a box of shelf-stable foods that we obtain from harvesters and a bag of fresh produce. And those foods are used to um, create recipes. We provide a recipe, a healthy recipe every week. And the food that we, is part of the healthy food subscription is designed to help allow the families to create that healthy recipe. That's amazing. I think that's so neat. I think that it's also has potential of growing. So, um, you know, having more participation throughout the community to help aid and overall community help is definitely something that I can see you headed towards which is so crucial and so important for that proactive health outcome that we want. So that actually leads me to my next question. You are my perfectly planted favorite doc. Um, So is this fully plant-based in terms of your nutrition requirements or do you kind of mix in? Because we can't assume that everybody's going to, you know, be okay with uh, completely plant-based, although we know that that's, scientifically proven to be a little bit more healthier um, than not. So do you have to be plant-based? You do not. Our goal, we meet people where they are. So the curriculum messaging is add more plants to your plate. Um, We want to encourage people to add things to their diet, not necessarily to take away. 
do I help provide education around um, some of the health benefits of a plant predominant way of eating as opposed to having meat, cheese, dairy, eggs as part of your diet? Absolutely. But that's an individual and family decision. And my goal and our goal with Reachin is you have the information, we can help you make the decisions. Mm -hmm. But also with part of the recipes that we're providing, we um, healthify things that people eat every day. So yesterday, one of the things that one of our participants asked me to provide in our cooking demo, and I forgot to mention, we actually do cooking demos as part of this. Mm -hmm. I do cooking demos, believe it or not. Um, So next Saturday, I'll be doing some healthy mac and cheese and some healthy greens. I'm going to tune into that, Daphne. You're welcome to. mac and cheese. Well, it's not going to be grandma's mac and cheese, but. But I bet if it tastes similar, similar is better than not, right? A lot of people, oftentimes people think that they have to eliminate some of these things completely, and that's really not. And so I love the fact that you are providing alternatives and the healthier approach so that our palates kind of adjust a little bit to a, you know, a healthier way. That's the goal of SMA. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the curriculum is. It's very much nutrition focused, but we talk about pre-diabetes and diabetes and high blood pressure um, and how food is tied into chronic inflammation and the prevalence of disease in our communities. And our participants come from an area of Kansas City that is highly predominant in terms of um, African-Americans and Latinos. Mm -hmm. So the burden of disease there is high. And then we mix into, to your point about advocacy and community health, we ask them to walk your community and find out, what is your community safe? Is it walkable? If not, who do we go talk to, to create those in, in safe spaces for you to be physically active? Right. Or, you know, I can walk a mile around the Boys and Girls Club. There's not a healthy place to go get food. Mm-hmm. So how do we start to address the fact that I think on one of our Saturdays, one of the parents shared that it would be an hour walk or a 20 minute drive to get to a healthy grocery store. I mean, those are challenges that maybe we won't fix with the program, but having the conversations coming together as a community and starting to brainstorm around what we could do, uh, that's the goal. Yeah, that's amazing. And I know you're wrapping up your first session of Reach In. So what's next in terms of the reach and program? Is there going to be an, another session or how do you continue on? So reach in is a 16 week program, which probably sounds daunting to a lot of people. Uh, 12 of those weeks are didactic. Four of the weeks are cooking demos, but we listen to the families and what we're going to kick off in the fall are actually some 21 day kickstart programs. So uh, the goal is really to use a three-week kind of jumpstart to help bring people together in small groups, to give them health snacks in terms of a lot of the curriculum that we've already developed. But it it doesn't seem as imposing as you have to enroll for 16 weeks. It really is, let's try this for 21 days. Anyone can do this for 21 days. And at the end of that, if you want to join We'll be having a full 
another full 16-week program starting in um, early 2022. And I love the 21 days because we all know statistically it takes 21 days to create new habits. I love that. So if you can stick for 21 days, you could stick for 40 days, for 60 days, for a year. You know, I love that. So if anyone listening today would like to learn a little bit more about this program, where can they get more information? I would ask people to go to our website, which is www.reachinkc.org. And there you'll, you can use the contact page to drop us an email. If you'd like to enroll in the program, there's actually a button that'll launch you directly to the enrollment form. Anyone that enrolls or anyone that sends an email out, either Aziel or I will reach out to you to understand where you are and what your interests are, and then provide you with the details. Excellent. I would love for that to be a reach in CLT for Charlotte or ATL for Atlanta, and let's go out to other cities. I think this is an amazing program that it's amazing that you're starting with your community, but I absolutely see that potential for it to expand out to so many other communities. So thank you for sharing more about that, Daphne. You're welcome. And I think one thing we learned in 2020, one of the benefits of being a connected world is I don't physically have to be in Charlotte or Atlanta to That's deliver right. region. Yeah. That's right. But That's it right. would help to have leaders like you available to help advocate for some of the messaging uh, so that we can change the infrastructure in some of our communities and the root causes as to why chronic disease is so prevalent in some communities and not so much in others. Excellent. Okay, Daphne, I wanna to close today with a question that we've asked some of our other guests. It's a question, um, it's being borrowed from President Barack Obama. I would love for you to describe the world as it is and how you would like it to be. Um, I love the world. I think one of the challenges with the world that I live in as I see it, particularly from the healthcare side, is that we wait for people to get sick to educate them on how to be healthy. Mm -hmm. So the world as I would like it to be would be one where people aren't coming into the doors of our clinics or our hospitals with illnesses that are preventable based on nutrition, physical activity, stress reduction, and changing the basic social infrastructure of our communities. Uh, a lot of the drivers that are at the fundamental root cause responsible for a lot of what's making us a sick society, they're, they're preventable and they're reversible. So the way I would like to see the world is that we start to empower our community to be healthy, that we close the divide on some of those factors that are causing us to be less healthy. And that if we really want to, I mean, we've been talking about bending the cost curve for how long? Mm -hmm. um, the way to bend the cost curve is to keep people healthy. That's so right. let's shift from this focus on sick care to a real focus on healthcare. There's not money in it, which is a big problem, but that's really the world I wanna see. And that's something that can change. It's, you know, I personally, this is just my opinion. I think that it's something that politically can change. It's our original culture for us to, to, to um, 
really aid in sick care. That's what we're doing. But to really provide that health care, like you said, is quite profound and something that is probably not an easy turn, but one that is possible. But I agree. And that's me. This may have to be another live stream, but just think about what's the incentive for pharma to keep people healthy or what's the incentive for interventional cardiologists not to have people to put stents in. Um, There's so many perverse financial motivators to have a sick community. Um, I think I shared as we were prepping for this, I was listening to a live stream on Friday night from the slave food um, project that's moderated by Dr. Columbus Baptiste. And one of the things I heard on that is that those who control food control the people. Uh, and it's a quote that I really had never thought of before, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. But the, the, there's no, we are disincented to have healthy communities for many different reasons. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. And, and I'm hopeful that that's something that we can shift a little bit, if anything. All right. Well, this was really amazing. I absolutely love the program that you've been leading. Daphne, thank you so much. We appreciate all of you joining us today. And before we sign off, we want to ask you, one: what's one key thing that you learned today that's going to benefit your health and wellness? Um, more importantly, are there any other topics that you of interest that you would all love us to, to tackle? Um, please comment and um, give us your feedback, we wanna hear. And if you've enjoyed this live stream, please go ahead and give us a, a thumbs up or a like on Facebook and a thumbs up on YouTube. And please subscribe to this channel so that you can receive additional perfectly planted podcasts and episodes. So thank you all so much for joining us today. Daphne, thank you so much for sharing more of the Reach and program. I've learned quite a bit. Um, And I really do want to see that in other cities as well. So we'll get there. I think we'll get there together. So thank you, everyone. Be well and take care. Thank you, Vesemay.